You bring the Jack, I'll bring the Coke. We'll bring the podcast. This opening is shit. <laughs> I just want to have fun, all right? I just want to have fun, right? Fun isn't about planning the perfect opening, guys. It's about Name. having fun. Music. <laughs> Welcome to the New World Podcast, where we talk about every movie released by New World Pictures. I am Ryan. With me, as always, is Mark. Dial in Tokyo. <laughs> and Erica. It's Tune in Tokyo. God, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and joining us for this episode, a very special guest. She's an actor, comedian, and co-host of the Rants and Raves podcast. Jessica Young is with us on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Thrilled to be here, you guys. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank, Thank you, you for being here. Uh, and this is a very special episode because we're talking about a mid-1980s favorite. We're talking about maybe the best movie to ever be based on a song title. We're talking <laughs> <laughs> Girls Just Wanna Have Fun. The girls of Holy Grace have a reputation to uphold. I'm not gonna let you miss anything. Hi. Stay away from him. He's a boy. We had a deal. We made a deal when I was seven and a half. Nightlife with the Muppet Show. Cindy Lauper sounds different. You know what? Um, <laughs> now, now that uh, now that we've we we settled in a little bit, I think it's really time to tell everybody what this movie is about. Mark, let's start with you. What's this movie about? It's a life lesson that you can have questionable fashion sense, a terrible haircut, and a mild to medium prescription methamphetamine methamphetamine habit, and still. Hold down a successful talent recruiting business. <laughs> That's right. That is true. 
Uh, Erica, what is this movie about? I mean, it, it covers a wide variety of topics. Surely but I think it does. My main Most, takeaway yeah. is, um, you know, you don't want to piss off the rich mm. because <laughs> so true they yeah. will exact revenge mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. So just watch yourself um, with a you mild know? threat that they don't follow through on, uh-huh. but but they yikes. will exact it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and. Be sure that you hire a really good security guard for your for your um, parties. Yes, you know. Yeah. Be sure country, for, yeah. for your country club party that mm-hmm. you beef mm-hmm. up security. Yeah, you need. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the other lesson there is that country club security is weak. Mm. But uh, Jess, what is this yes. movie about? You know, to me, this is like a peppier, happier version of Footloose, almost. Um, yes. There's some other key differences, like. Her dad's not a preacher, but he was in the army, right? We have some similarities there. Um, At the end of the day, uh, religion does play a factor in there. She's at Catholic school. She has a lot of expectations from the choir and sister Natalie. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Footloose also has Sarah Jessica Parker in it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, you just blew my mind. Totally forgot that. Yes, and she, you're right. She plays, she plays the best friend role in that. that she plays the best right. friend. Yeah. I will save <laughs> this, but she should always play the best friend. I'll save it. I'll save, <laughs> save it. it. Save yeah. it. She should always be the best friend. <laughs> are, never the lead. These are all really good uh, uh, and I think very informative takes on what this movie's about. To me, I felt like this was uh, the story about the early years of a boy's entrepreneurial journey. And <laughs> it essentially was Jeff Bezos, the early years, oh. you know, we're just learning how a person struggles to start his own business. You're selling T-shirts. You're selling memorabilia. You're also selling dreams. Oh, so as we learn in the opening scene of this movie, we have Sarah Jessica Parker playing our main character, Janie. Boo. And she is going to class and telling everybody about herself. It's her first day. First, First day at a day new school. New Catholic school. She's yeah. just moved to Chicago, Illinois. Tough e- town. Burbanky, Los Angeles. <laughs> um, and our opening scene. What did anything stand out for you in this opening scene, Erica? Uh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, she tried to pretend to be charming and humble <laughs> and cute and failed. That's probably my main three takeaways. It's possible you may learn that Erica does not care very much for Sarah Jessica Parker. I don't know. It may come out. I'm it not might, sure. It might come out a bit. You're, this is your first day. New school. You're already being called out on the spot. You're going to the front of the class to tell people something about yourself. You take your shoes off? Yeah. Why yeah. would... Is yeah. that and, the icebreaker move? And crack your knuckles. Your toe yeah. knuckles. Yeah, I <laughs> really creepy. <laughs> no one called her out on that. What did you just do? Are you, did you break something? <laughs> I really was like, this director has a real foot fetish. <laughs> I mean, take that, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> well, then they ask her, "They'll tell us something about yourself." She says, "I like music." 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a rarity. <laughs> Who likes music these days? <laughs> and I love to dance. <laughs> and, <she's, laughs> she, and she professes her love to dance. <laughs> we also meet her best friend, played by Helen Hunt, and probably one of the few instances where she played the comic relief in a movie. Um, <laughs> Wow. Well, they weren't weren't 100% sure, so they shoved Jonathan Silverman into this movie, too, as much as possible, just in case. Just in case, because girls just want to have fun, but girls are not funny. (laughs) So get Silverman in there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. these jokes may not play with, well, Helen E. Hunt over there, so let's make sure Jonathan Silverman's in here to save our bacon. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Now... I just want to quickly talk about their names, which is Jane and Lynn. Was this Janie? Scri- J- well, she goes by Janie, but essentially her name is Jane. Was was this script originally about two grandmothers who try to win a <laughs> dance contest? God, I hope so. <laughs> that would be a better movie. Is I'd like to see that movie. Is that going to be the remake that we do? I was like, is this like the first draft of the Golden Girls pilot? Yeah, and they seriously, just, and they just said, "I think we need to make it less a, a plotty, and we just need was to make this, it about these ladies." It was originally titled Cocoon Three, <laughs> <laughs> the Gutenberg trilogy. <laughs> Uh, they eventually meet really on the bus, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we then we are going. Actually, she she wants to watch the show. She's her whole dream is to be on dance TV. And Helen Hunt says, "You're not going to miss uh, dream TV. So f- come off the bus. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you get to watch this episode, not miss it on your bus ride." Which, by the way, if that's your thing, where you always love watching the show. Like you're gonna miss it constantly if you can. If the bus route is always such <laughs> that you're not gonna, <laughs> one would argue. How had she ever seen it to begin with? <laughs> <laughs> well, first day at school, I guess. So maybe yeah. prior to school. But here's where we get into something that I think is maybe one of the most unbelievable sequences in the whole movie. That a adult woman put a teenage girl in charge of a toddler. <laughs> And quickly left the house. Bye. See, I mean, it was the 80s that different? Yes. Yeah. I babysat I it... for babies in high school. Yes. Yeah, same. Mm, yeah. same. Different right. You're not school? a girl. You don't know what it's like <sighs> to have fun. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know how to have fun. That's the point of the song. Guys yeah, have fun right. all the time. Girls right. want it too. You've missed well, the whole missing, point of the song. What you're <laughs> missing is that nobody, even in the <sighs> 80s, hired teenage boys to babysit. True. Yeah. That's very there true. There were no mannies. That's, that's for <laughs> right. sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was busy. Ha- I was doing my, the, the boy interns in corporate America. That's yeah. what I did with boys. Yeah. You're at Boy Code. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Which is a division, <laughs> division of man success incorporated. <laughs> No, that was totally believable. It was rough because I was only making 50k. Mm. So it was very weird. So weird. No, but but to get back to what Jess was saying is yeah, we totally that's 
Yeah, that's how it for went. two dollars an hour. Yeah. Now we and haven't. When got... I would get an extra dollar <clears throat> tip at the end of the night, I was like, "Woo! Really raking it in tonight." <laughs> yes. Did, did, yeah. Did you get an well, extra two bucks that... if you didn't let the kid crawl over the pizza that you were? Well, that was the <laughs> was thing. As like long there? as the kid was asleep, clean and asleep by the time they came back, no problem. Also, if they would have provided pizza for me, woo! God, yeah. that would have been like the gig right there. You can watch TV; they're giving you pizza. This leads to another Dream question, game. though, because the mom leaves mm-hmm. and says, I'll be back at six. But the mom comes back just as dance TV ends. <laughs> How long is dance TV? Yeah, it's hours. One hour. <laughs> no, it's they are they getting off school. It's at, let's say, 230, right. conservatively three. You're right. Maybe they get to the house at four, but I doubt it. I bet it's earlier, but maybe it so we're talking at least two to three hours. Dance TV is on, on, and every day, because they even have a Saturday show <laughs> on this on this uh, this particular program. They talk about how they're going to bring in new dance couples on Friday. They're going to have an audition, um, which also feels quick, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, is this Monday? I'm assuming first day of school. <laughs> Typically, first very... day of school is Tuesday because they have an admin day Monday. But let's just say yeah. it's private school. We'll say Monday. Mm-hmm. That's their first mm-hmm. day. And they're like, hey, you want to be in the show? We're going to have auditions Friday. Like, holy shit. You have not really prepared right. well for this. Casting <laughs> processes take a time. And you are launching into it in days. I, I'm going to throw you a little loop here. My daughter goes to Catholic school and they start on Wednesdays of the first day of school. Oh, oh no. Wow. Okay. So they get okay. like three days. So you just kind of wow. soft shoe it into the year. So they were <laughs> so like, you're going to do auditions for what is a, presumably a nationally televised show because because she, uh, she's been watching this from wherever she moved from. Right. Or she wanted to move to Chicago just for this opportunity. Right. Right. So they're not going to do national tryouts. No, just local, in locals only. <laughs> <laughs> and the talent pool is thick. It is dense. There's like, also there quite are... an age range. <laughs> yes. A very large yes. age range. Yes. Well, there's a large age range within each school, both the Catholic and the public school system. <laughs> there's true. a very vast age range. That is one of the token signs that you're watching a New World movie by the <laughs> by the age of the actors in high, in high school. The <laughs> the 40 year old high schoolers yes. that are in all of these movies. Yeah. The 18 to 44 year olds yeah. that are in school. <laughs> like Helen Hunt, if you put a blazer on her, is straight out of Murphy Brown in that movie playing a high school yeah. teenager. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we're going to get to introduce to all of our main characters. The next main character we are going to meet after Dance TV is our main love interest, Jeff. Hot. Sexy. So hot. <laughs> just just real quick. These are our names. Jane, Lynn, and Jeff. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You missed name. out. You missed out on Gary. The, Gary, the DTV host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he plays. He's a big part of this movie. I mean, Gary that's played Woods. by Gary that's Woods. played that's played by Richard Blade, who was who was one of the original hosts of K-Rock in Los Angeles. He was. How oh. do I know that? 
because when I set off to move to Minneapolis that that misty morning on April 28th, 2000, it was the last day of Richard Blade working at K-Rock, and they did a... <laughs> Go, uh, a you were uh, there. Send off from nine a.m. to one p.m. I listened to the whole fucking thing. Whoa! Because why? You're... I don't know. I was like, well, I guess I'm locked into this because I'm stuck in the car for the next twenty six hours. Mark, so Mark, the movie work... band's here. Wait, wait, wait. I would just tell them to wait till one. <laughs> we will start at one. Well, we have to drive a long way. Like, yeah, I know, I know. But it's his last day. <laughs> this is Blade's last day. This is his last. This is momentous. Mm-hmm. Well, it's momentous mm-hmm. that we're moving. No, 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 no. It's momentous that he's leaving. We're, we're all leave. leaving, Mark. We're all leaving. <laughs> no, no. We will leave when he's left. <laughs> we owe him this much. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think Gary is a main character. I want to know how you guys feel about Jeff, but you know, I'm particularly wondering about the ladies besides the fact that um, he can clearly ball and hoops is his true destiny. And we are just (laughs) overlooking that. We're just, just forget it. Just forget it. Forget basketball. Forget how good he is. Clearly. Um, How do we feel about Jeff? I say it, Jess. Yeah, I mean, I'm shaking same. my head and Erica's breath is taken away because he's that hot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it holds yeah. up 30 yeah. years late. When was that? 30 years <laughs> yeah. ago. Yeah. He holds up. He holds it's- up. He does. <laughs> he does. I agree. 100%. He also has a, he has a man frame. Like that's not, I, For that's a not boy. A high school. Yes. No. <laughs> well, he's supposed to be a, he's supposed to be a high school senior. Yes. I mean, maybe he was held back. We'd like to hold him back. Whatever. <laughs> it holds <laughs> up. It holds up. We're feeling Jeff. We're but feeling Before it. we even meet Jeff, we also meet Drew, who is Jeff's friend? Side Neighbor? Tutor? Yeah. How are these two friends? I I think he's getting paid to watch over this guy. Like his mom's like, listen, he needs a buddy, and you, I'll, I'll give you twenty bucks every day. Is this like a him. reverse my bodyguard situation? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God, I would, that would Don't be get me now started that. on Lindemann. Okay, it's <laughs> <laughs> like I need you to be friends with my really hot son. <laughs> Who can't make other friends? I don't understand. How is he not the most popular guy in school? And he's hanging out with the nerdiest dude. This is Jonathan Silverman's character. Yeah. And he apparently wants to be his manager or and talking about his dance career. Because apparently when he saw Jeff dance, he just saw dollar signs. He's like, you're going to be a star. (laughs) I don't know where that happened. But we'll get into Jeff's dance career because it is a hot topic around school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, And he can see his name in lights. His name, Jeff Moline. (laughs) (laughs) That is... I mean, the names in this are so bad. <laughs> That's not a star name. Like, you couldn't give him, I don't know, any cool, anybody think of a better name than Moline. Yeah. Think of a cool name that could be in, it, up in lights. Blade. Blade. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Blade. There I mean, go. anything. Anything. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, this is also Jonathan Silverman's big screen debut. He had oh. done a TV movie before this, but this is his first time on the big screen. Oh. 
and then the next movie he'd make would be Brighton Beach Memoirs, which he had done on Broadway. But this was his big this was his big time to shine. What about Give Me a Break? <laughs> he was on Give Me a Break. <laughs> he was. He was. He had done TV and a TV Please movie. Please, for this once, is... tell me you all know Give Me a Break. Instead oh, yeah. Of, oh, of course. Yes, yes, of, yes, course. Yes, of course. Of course. Oh, my gosh. Of course. Watch, I really I just, we don't know it as well as you, obviously. <laughs> 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 um, lastly, we also have Natalie rounding out our main cast. Now, she's the atypical. She turned 40 during filming, right? <laughs> yeah. <Is> that... <laughs> Celebrated her yes. 40th? Yes. On a private island with 30 close friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, she plays our, you know, atypical uh, rich bitch villain character. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, also wants to be on Dance TV. She actually is played by Holly Gognier, who was on Baywatch in its first season. Um, she played Parker Stevenson's wife, but when Parker Stevenson left after season one, he was a lawyer, also a, a lifeguard, and they went to New York so he could start the law business. Yeah. Then he came back in seasons eight and nine. Anyway, a little bit of research <laughs> there. Uh, <laughs> I was like, is that off the dome? No, or is that- <laughs> no, no. Uh, she also does all her own dancing because she's a dancer. So she's probably the only one at least in yeah, the main I was gonna cast say, so she's the only person doing her own dance and obviously uh as we've all said the least high school aged of almost everyone my question about natalie though what school does she go to does she go to mm. private school does she go to the public school does she just live at home and she's trying to start her career because she's already past college age yeah, I felt like she had art. She, you know, is well out of high school, <laughs> or attends like a Barbizon kind of. Instead of uh, becoming an esthetician, you become a debutante. Mm, yeah. <laughs> right? Because yeah. usually when you're coming out, you're around 16 to yeah. I think 17 is even pushing it. But I'll give her 17. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of 17, she's talking to her dad who said uh, she wants to be on dance TV. And he was saying, I thought we were trying to get you into 17 magazine as he talks to her from an intercom, which is what connected to his office phone. Is he in the house, but down the hall and <laughs> not willing to come down the hall to speak with her personally? Like, yes. What? Yeah. He's Somebody showing... fill me in on intercom technology. How is this going to work? The 80s intercom systems. You never saw that in someone's house? I mean, you had to be real rich to have one of you, those. You have to. But where does it connect to? Does it con- I mean, he has to be in the house. That's what I'm assuming, right? Yes. He was, he, he was, in, he was in the kitchen uh, making some breakfast and talking with her from there. I mean, that seems like a logical place. I mean, she... <laughs> She, you know, this house is it's unorthodox. He is rich enough to have that intercom system, but not rich enough to have someone else make breakfast. <laughs> That's yeah. on you, pops. Uh, uh, again, they're rich enough to have like a dry cleaners type uh, carousel in the closet, but the closet <laughs> is kind of a piece of shit. It kind of looks terrible. She only has three pairs of shoes in that closet. I'm thinking, <laughs> yep. Are you stealth wealth, or are you just kind of faking it until you make it? Is what I'm is my question. <laughs> she's, you know, she's we can Chicago all afford. Wealthy. She is Chicago wealthy. <laughs> Chicago suburbs wealthy. <laughs> yes, yes. She's like yeah. Naperville wealthy. <clears throat> Skokie. 
That's right. I think this is the set. This is the second episode that Naperville has shown up on. <laughs> there you go, oh, Naperville. Naperville. You're welcome, Naperville. Shouts. Once we introduce our main cast, this movie, like a lot of good '80s movies, descends into a series of montages to tell the rest of the story. So let's start yes. with a couple of them. Uh, starting with the audition for Dance TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, since Eric and I lived in Chicago, I I want to ask you, Erica. Was that park that they have, first of all, they're having auditions for a national TV show locally in Chicago at a park. Was that supposed to be Grant Park? I guess. Because I, it's not Grant Park. Yeah. It I is. think it was a Grant Park lookalike. <clears throat> and this is the first time that Jane meets Jeff in line. Mm-hmm. We also see that Lynn gets revenge on Natalie for almost mm-hmm. getting them run over, for almost running them over. Mm-hmm. God, and she's wearing that fabulous grasshopper hat. Oh. Oh, God. So good. So good. Comedy and- has never been so rich. <clears throat> Wait, what's that? Comedy's never been so rich than a grasshopper hat. Nothing just gets the yucks out. When you y'all walk in with that, you're like, okay, what's next? <clears throat> Murphy Brown. <laughs> this young Murphy Brown's going to have some jokes. <laughs> This dance scene is incredible. Yeah. I want to get your impressions, guys. Mm-hmm. We get to see, for the first time, we get to see Janie show off her moves. Yeah. And what doesn't what, and what doesn't seem congruent with the actual dancing, everyone is very impressed <laughs> with her dancing. Uh, Even Jeff takes a moment and goes, Who damn, she can dance. Yeah. And the only thing that tells us that she can't is the dancing she's doing. <laughs> Israeli gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. She can do some flips. <laughs> she can do flips galore. Uh-huh. Flips, somersaults. Back aerials. Yeah. If this was GTV, higher. Oh. No question. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're in. Gymnastics yeah. TV, you're on. Done. Every day from noon until eight. <laughs> Yeah, I think what I like most about the dance sequence is when it was like close up SJP's face cut out actual dancer cut in SJP and wide wide wider actual dancer keep moving the camera back keep moving it back yeah my favorite part of the whole dance sequence actually wasn't any of the dancing it was the man um, I'm going to assume what is he the stage manager the director the producer Mm -hmm. he's the one that keeps re um shifting people around or they make you they really only shift Janie and Jeff once and then move them back together but that's my favorite part when he says uh, rebel without a cause meets sound of music. <laughs> You're taking a fashion risk here. Um, yes. <clears throat> that was yes. really something. Um, so I'm gonna have to go all in on him. I, I I'm, I'm gonna, just gonna say it. Uh, Ira is my favorite character in this whole movie. Yes, and I wish. <laughs> I, like, where's a movie about him? Like, let's mm-hmm. have in in the girls just want to have fun averse. There's a movie with him in it. It's kind of a, it's a mix between staying alive and all that jazz. And he's just popping pills the whole time. I mean, that's a movie that that needs to be made. Yes. Yes. And that poor guy, all he wants to do, all Ira wants to do is just take some of those sweet pills he has. 
my lord, why can't you get those sweet pills? What are those pills? Are those the methamphetamines? I mean, I gotta think. They are because later on when they're in the studio, someone says, do you want a cup of coffee? And he's holding the prescription thing and he goes, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that, that was their way of being like, this guy's on speed. Uh-huh. In the time. 80s, we called that uppers. <laughs> <laughs> that was the nice way of putting it. A lot of women on diet pills. She's on an upper. <laughs> Um, we don't get to another montage until we find out that there is going to be a debutante ball for Natalie. Right. And she has invited Jeff, of course, because she's into Jeff. I mean, I mean, you be? Yeah. <laughs> Ask yourself, take a minute and really think about it. Well, that makes me think, you know, thinking of Chicago, like if Jeff was living in Los Angeles, he would be like, Probably at least an LA nine in Chicago. He's like a Chicago 15. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, a 15 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where's he in, 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 uh, uh, my, shit, that joke bombed. Never mind. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. It could bomb, but we don't know. Where, you have to say how, it. How does in a he bomb in, in, the, in, in your, in your head, in the comedy club <laughs> yeah. in your head? In my head, I'm like, is this thing still on, everyone? <laughs> don't, don't just a, just an audience of views are like, hmm. <laughs> not good. Not good. <laughs> I was going to say, where does he rank in, in West Covina? Oh. <laughs> hmm. He's too pretty. Are you kidding? He's too pretty for West Covina. <laughs> Um, so they intercept this, uh, invitation. Oh, you know what? We need to go back a little bit. You know who we haven't talked about at all? Nope. Was, <laughs> was Shannon Doherty, who's in this oh, sequence as well. Yeah. Shannon Doherty Shan. pops up as a little, as, as Jeff's little sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody remember the name? Cause I, do, I feel like it was never said. <sighs> I just remember Maggie? what she said. Maggie. Yes. Correct. Maggie. Maggie. I think it's said like one time at the tail end. Ooh, spicy. So Maggie again, Maggie. again. I, I, this, this was a script about a bunch of old Janie, ladies. Janie, Lynn, <laughs> Maggie, Maggie. Uh, so she, uh, they, they take this and then they race around Burbank or Chicago to invite a bunch of people to this debutante ball to kind of to really take the revenge on Natalie, because Natalie just hates Janie out of I don't know an unsubstantiated hatred. I get that, it. I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel Natalie's hatred of Janie. <laughs> it's the one thing Natalie and I agree upon. You yeah. are not looking at Natalie as the villain of this piece. You're looking at Natalie the as victim. the only sensible person. Yeah, yeah she's a victim, really, <clears throat> basically. Because Janie's gonna like succeed and get everything that she wants to get. <laughs> <laughs> We need to eventually get to why you hate Sarah Jessica Parker so much. The thing is, I don't even know where it comes from. You know, sometimes you just want to you just want to punch someone in the face and you don't know why. That's her for me. Her and Diane Keaton. I'd love to just punch both of them right in the face. I'd love to rip Diane Keaton's gloves off of her, put them on myself, punch her in the face, take them back off and throw them back in her face. She really does have this irrational hatred of Diane Keaton that I just can't quite understand but 
I don't think it's done by New World, but Erica, I invite and request that you uh, watch the movie Baby Boom with Diane Keaton. Mm. Discuss. Okay. Mm. All right. Mm. All right. Mm. Just wonder if it might change mm-hmm. your mind. Off pod. Okay. That's an off pod. That's an off pod combo. Yeah. Off pod. Yeah. Just subscribe to the Patreon, and we'll just do an off pod <laughs> combo with that. Non New World. Off pod combo. T shirt coming soon. Um. Where were we? Debbie Tom Paul. So they get out. They get these. Invitations. All these invitations, and they try to yeah. ruin this debutante ball by inviting a variety of people. And this is the only time, actually, where we actually hear the theme song. And I think you, I think in this, you can hear the small change that this cover makes. Wait, did I hear boys? Did uh, I yes. hear boys yep. in that? Yes. Oh, oh. Girls and boys. And boys. It's a very, it's a very yes. inclusive movie all of a sudden. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Girls just want to have fun, but also, and boys. And boys. And boys, boys also want to have fun. Now it's not just girls. It's like, ugh, because before it was this empowering message for women, and I was like, ugh. Let's include boys because they're yeah. being left out. It's about time boys have a moment. Give them a <laughs> minute here. Yeah. Cut him some slack. <laughs> For goodness sakes. <sighs> For goodness sakes. Oh, man. Yeah. Girls and boys want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Okay? Well, I, I don't know, Ryan. That sounded exactly like the Cindy Lauper song of the same title. <laughs> I, I don't... Yeah. Well, let's listen to the Cindy Lauper version. I think we... Didn't we just do that? No, we didn't. Oh. Oh, that my mistake. My mistake. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's try this one. Okay, wait. And then... Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, now I it's hear a, it. Now, I hear <clears throat> it. Now, one has, to, I, one has to ask, you went so far as to write and produce a movie named after a very popular song mm-hmm. at the time and couldn't secure the rights for the song? <laughs> like, wouldn't, it, wouldn't that have been one of the things that you did <laughs> at the beginning? Yeah. Like... Wouldn't someone come to your house and be like, I got the rights to the Cindy Lauper song, and then you write the script, right? Well, we'll get there in the research, but um that that so tease that. That's they coming up. They the answer is considered the alternate up. title, females just like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, females just like a good time. <laughs> Instead of going down, <laughs> You have to point at your watch. watch. That's the move. That's the move. That's the dance. (laughs) Also a great song. Also a great song. And a great hit. So from here, essentially, we have to get to this debutante ball. Uh, We have to. We have to. And this is where I was really starting to realize 
Jonathan Silverman has no good reason to be in this movie. <laughs> there is no, he's, why, why is he in this movie? Drew Gorman, Gorman Enterprises. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, why is he there? What is he doing? And as we will learn about him, is he a serial rapist in training? Because like the tune in Tokyo is thing. Now this doesn't happen till we get to what I like to call the hoops bar. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It's technically called the court, which is the, mm-hmm. the it is called the court. It's called yes. the court. In my mind, I always yeah. thought it was called slam dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Also a good title. Also a good title. Um, The the hottest all ages club in Chicago. I have to I have to guess. Alcohol free. Hey, I'm gonna run over to the bar and get a juice. (laughs) Will you pick me up and ensure? (laughs) All ages, baby. (laughs) Um, After they leave uh, the court. Or slam dunk. That's also when she, when Janie gets on the back of Jeff's motorcycle and she says, Is this safe? And he says, It's the safest thing you'll ever get between your legs. What? Yeah. What the fuck was that, Jonathan Silverman? And then they leave and you stay on Jonathan Silverman going, Hooray! And we're like, No, you're a creep. Like, I have totally changed my mind about you. You started out okay, and now I'm freaked out by you and the yeah. man you will become. Yeah. I'm very nervous for you. Oh, man. Uh, the country club scene. I'm skipping past that a little bit. Some amazing stuff in here, right? Yeah. The, Jess? Uh, turkey foot? I mean... Turkey foot. Turkey foot. Thank you. Turkey foot. <laughs> I... How many of us have stuck our foot in the turkey? <laughs> I do it Zero. every Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, one. It's like I think what I hoped from that turkey foot was that he tried to kick it. Yes. But it was like so soft from like sitting out or whatever mm-hmm. that it just uh. was too soft and it like mm-hmm. stuck to his foot. It That's what I genuinely hoped. Mm-hmm. That he thought he would kick it and everyone was like, Yeah, so you're gonna get the turkey and kick it. And then it was just like slip and just stayed on his foot. But you have to also say, that. like, I have to give the country club uh, credit because that is a tender turkey. Because that just went right <laughs> yes. onto his foot. If it was yes. like stiff. And dry. It would have been harder to get into that foot. But it goes right on. It fits like a glove on that shoe. Can we talk about that menu for the night? Full turkey. (laughs) Lobster. (laughs) Jello mold. Jello mold. It's what any teen girl would like to eat. Yeah. I mean, I don't know What are all Natalie's favorites? Well, I need lobster daddy and turkey. Very tender turkey. And then some, (laughs) you know, finger foods and some fruit. And definitely a jello mold. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and make sure to have two female bodybuilders pick up a sofa mm-hmm. with two yes. elderly people on it and turn them facing the wall. That's probably my favorite part is that in a lot of these movies in the 80s, you're going to have punk show up and ruin things, right? Oh, yeah. As the punk yeah. scene was really growing, it was definitely seen as this negative thing. And, mm-hmm. and here we are, we're sort of, they come in, they take over the band. They get on the table. They, but by the way, everyone's still dancing. Yeah. And then that's not it. They're not the ones that ruin the party because in come the bodybuilder ladies. Yeah. They're next. Yeah. Punks are first, bodybuilders second. Okay. <laughs> and they come in 
But then they're just lifting up old people on couches having a blast. Yeah. And in fact, it inspires a big choreographed dance. Yeah. The punks have they a, just They, they have just a dance. All, punks, freaks, regular folks, some Geeks. of the friends that were invited of they're all coming together. Geeks, it's all coming together. The yeah. only people that were upset was Natalie and her dad. Mm-hmm. And then And the, she was really just rightfully upset because she wanted her own cardboard cutout and they wouldn't give it to her. Yeah, rightfully and so. That's and that is shitty. Because that, is, that was hers. Yeah, I mean, what would you do if that was stolen of you and you couldn't look at it every day of yourself? I would be absolutely furious. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. unforgivable. You don't fuck with a lady's cardboard cut out of herself. You know, right. that's you're crossing a line. I mean, that was a late night inspiration that she got on the intercom and said, "Daddy, <laughs> for my party, can we get a cardboard cut out of me?" If we He's can't like, have two turkeys, I, I, then I want a cardboard cutout. He, I'm in the kitchen making eggs. <laughs> As I always do. Because <laughs> he only knows how to make breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so as we continue, obviously, they're going to have to get their dance together, Jeff and Chaney. So we get yeah. into it, the next montage, which is our dance practice montage. Mm-hmm. And oh. it's like Apollo and Rocky. We could 100% more Jeff and 100,000% <laughs> less Janie. Now, this is truly, almost- truly, if girls were going to have fun during this movie, Janie would just be out of those sequences altogether. It would just be Jeff getting sweaty and his, and his cut off, you know, sleeveless t-shirt. Ah. That would truly be girls just having fun. They do sweat a good deal. Yeah, it In is fact, hot. Jeff really shakes his head around just yeah. to make sure you're not unaware of how sweaty he truly is. Yeah, I hope that was a direction. And like, Jeff, your head is too stiff. And he's just like, I'm fuck it. Just constantly whipping his head. He, he'll. <laughs> They're like, Jeff, could you wet dog it? He's like, no problem. I, I, no problem. <laughs> but no matter how, if you're really dancing with someone and they do that, aren't you going to be like, hey, dude, 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 don't do that. Don't shake your sweaty hair at me. I don't need that. Bro, it's hot enough and gross enough in here. Am I the only one? Is no, this, uh, I sure no, no, no. my audience. <laughs> is this your audience? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like the, this was a great lesson that you can do your best gymnastics and dancing in jeans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. You know how pliable denim is? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You can really get in some of your best moves. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, we get to see he mixes in his little sister during the montage, who, by the way, did you notice, Mark, Erica? Pepsi. Pepsi. Drinking a Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, I, I so this is Pepsi. two podcasts in a row where apparently the movie was sponsored by Pepsi. Yeah. So well done, Pepsi, back in back in the day there. Mm-hmm. Also, in all the time that I spent in Chicago visiting y'all and just, you know, being there, I didn't see a lot of Chinese elms which is what they're sitting on in that right. scene. Right. And at the end of the <laughs> montage, yep. they're yeah, dancing where you're going. on the beach. And I'm going, what? Yep. Where is, is this happening? <laughs> There's the beach, and then they're also like kicking up dirt in a abandoned uh, field somewhere. Yes. Yeah. 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 They were like, "That's that worked in Footloose. Yeah. Right? SJP uh, we should kick was up, like, I have a move. Kick up some dirt. That's a good a dance move. <laughs> What's that? SJP was like, I gotta move. 
I got ah move. I see your wet dog, and I won you dirt kick. <laughs> I clearly have a dancer's background. I know all the terms. I know all the terms. So when it comes to getting towards our miraculous end of this movie, uh, Helen Hunt has to come to the rescue and break out Sarah Jessica Parker from her house. Can I just take a moment for Helen Hunt's friendship in this movie? Yes. She yes. is a good Good friend. friend. Yes. Yeah. Very Many good. solids. Always supportive. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. And Shirley was uh, responsible for all of Sarah Jessica Parker's sexy leotards because mm-hmm. Janie was very buttoned up. And then all of a sudden she's in midriffs and suspenders. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from. Right. Yeah. Lynn's yep. closet. That's where. Uh-huh. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lynn is making a star. Drew is just hoping Jeff becomes a star and he can somehow profit off of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have to break. She has to break her out of her house. This is a topic that I'm very bothered by and I just need to talk about. Janie's house. The outside of it looks like a brownstone walk-up apartment building. Mm-hmm. However, apparently it's a house. There is a Doberman Pinscher, however, that is... A neighbor's? It's in the courtyard. Yeah. So it's not yep. theirs, but it's in their courtyard. The mom, Janie's mom, talks about the little brother, Zach. We got to wash off the backyard. The backyard of this apartment building you live in? And when they get, when Helen Hunt breaks her out of her window, they're on this rope and they need to rappel down three floors. There's three, <laughs> count the windows. There's three floors. How big? What? mansion are you living in in the chicago suburbs also this rope is not anchored to the window that they're climbing out of it's no. actually anchored to the roof as uh-huh. how did she get uh-huh. it uh-huh. anchored uh-huh. to the uh-huh. roof a while ago like this is part of uh this is part of our crossfit uh system that we put in the front yard <laughs> we have the dog for running and then you have to climb a rope all the way to the roof how how long did she twirl the rope on the ground and toss it up onto the roof and to hook it mm-hmm. on the roof and then and then climbed up and then she's she's upside down going you ready to go i'm like yes this the the real gymnast here is lynn yeah her friendship knows no bounds yeah she's like i'm gonna give Repel you the start i don't care i don't no even problem. care i just did something amazing but this house what and then the dad in one part is then trimming trees do, I like to. Does think he own that, the building? Yeah. Is no, or is like he working off his rent? Manager. He's a property manager. <laughs> he's a property manager. The mom manager. is lying to herself. They live in an apartment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Washing the backyard is, you know, she's going out there to give him an outside bath. <laughs> <laughs> she's just, she's just washed the backyard off you. It just means I'm going to take you in the side of this building and, <laughs> and spray you and spray down. You oh my god! They're actually. Really struggling. <laughs> They're pumping all of their money into this private Catholic school. So he retired from the military and was like, well, all right. That was a great long military career. Uh, I cannot afford to just retire. Yes. I also need yes. to be a property manager. Yes. I, can, I have to move us into Chicago, into a, an apartment. Yep. And apparently... All the money is just going to that Catholic school. Yeah. Exactly. All the money. Her little brother is not going to school at all. Yeah. He's just got to fend for himself. He's getting all his baths. (laughs) 
post on the side. He's not going to school from any. No. I mean, he's he is a Boy Scout. We know that. Otherwise, his his outfits are as erratic and wild <laughs> as Lynn's. Yes, they they are all over the place. This one time, he came in. It looked like a circus big top shirt. I wasn't sure what it was. <laughs> <laughs> when she's in the bath anyway um, oh that's right when he comes into the bath and yeah. she's like you perv get out and he's like no really i'm just trying to tell you like you have a phone call God. right right also a bitch well also also jeff's like you know oh she's in the bath he answers the phone she's in the bath he's like just get a credit card man you can get into that like what are you telling him <laughs> to do whoa. jeff yeah. jeff we like you don't do this he, he drew was behind him going i know what to do yeah. i know how to get in get in there i know how to get into a girl's bathroom um <laughs> this is all leading to our finale which is the big show the mm-hmm. big live edition of dance tv but i i know we want yes yes jess it was a surprise right we didn't think it was gonna happen Yes, they both have to mm-hmm. jump through some major hurdles in order yeah. to make it to the big the big show. Uh, hurdles that we know will be conquered. But we're conquered, at least, I have to say, <laughs> because we know, like, oh, we're getting towards the end, right? All of a sudden, they mm-hmm. can't do the show. But it conquered in a good way, because that's a, uh, I like that scene with the dad and Jeff, uh, who he's like, hey, forget my job. Like, just go out there and live your dreams. Like, what a, what a unique take uh even in the 80s for Mm -hmm. for a scene like that i thought that was pretty good but once we get to the big show i only i know we want to talk about this big scene however i just have one question about the big show how did the mirror sisters not win how did they not win the the judges are blind easily the best part of that whole end show and they didn't even it's it becomes a runoff between two couples and they're not in it if I'm them, I am furious. Yeah. They were clearly the best thing in that show. Amazing glove work. <laughs> glove work. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The yep. fake mirror thing was, I'm in. this. I want to watch this whole thing. They unfortunately cut away. But, I mean, they were robbed. They were robbed. Agreed. Agreed. We get they some more do data. It. They didn't do any backflips. That's why. Right. Just remember, yeah. gymnastics yes. is critical yes. to good dancing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's the key. That's the key yeah. to dance TV. That's the key. It's a lot of g- gymnastics and a little dancing. <laughs> um, yeah. So at this point, let's jump into uh, a little segment that we like to call things we loved, and things we hated. That's right. Things we love, things we hated about this movie. Mark, let's start with you. What are some things you loved? Um, like I said, I loved uh, Ira. Uh, you, you know, I, I his outfits. Uh, his, his hair, his hairstyle that could only make Chevy Chase jealous. Uh, <laughs> it was a delicious know, comb over. Yeah. But also comb over the ears. Like mm, that was the thing. Mm-hmm. You did a comb mm-hmm. over the ears. Mm-hmm. I remember at one point to in time make getting a haircut and mom, uh, uh, mom saying for school, you, they have to cut your hair over the ears. They can't go, your, your hair can't go over your ears. And I must have been in like fifth grade. And I thought. Who wears their hair like that? Trimmed all the way over your like your ears are fully exposed. I mean these these frigid mornings in San Diego are gonna just wreak havoc on my ears. But yeah, you, you anyway, could have been I, as low as maybe fifty two. I mean I, that is rough on the ears. Telling you, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it is cold out there in the playground in San Diego uh, in the dead of January. 
so yeah, I, I, anything, all the scenes that he was in, I wish there was a, a, a movie with just him. I wish we got a little deeper into his backstory. So yeah, uh, that's something I loved. Yeah. Erica, what are some things you loved? Oh my God. I loved everything about Helen Hunt from start to finish. I loved her character. I loved what a great friend she was. I loved everything that she wore. Mm-hmm. A lot of those were her decision. A oh, lot of those fashion stuff. She. I'm so glad. To she hear really. That. A lot of that stuff was honestly hers. She actually looked. She looked at a lot of European fashion. Just like threw a bunch of stuff together. At one point, had a, like a Davy Crockett hat on. At one mm-hmm, point, mm-hmm. I mean, she was just going for it. She yeah. was going for it. Loved it. <clears throat> loved everything about her. Um, Jess, things that you loved. Oh, what didn't I love? I'm going to tell you probably my favorite thing of the whole movie, and it's what I think the movie should have been called, is the true title song, in my humble opinion, Dancing in Heaven. Not girls just want to have fun. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you with me? I'll be the one to bossa nova. Ten thousand miles across LA, dancing in heaven. I never thought I'd ever get my feet this far or be a big star. Um, it is a, it is, <laughs> yes. it is catchy as hell. It is catchy I love as it. hell. Like, yeah, love it. Yeah. I it can't get enough with, of like, it. like Jeff's mother dying, and then boom, right into it. Dancing they totally in glazed over that, Erica. <laughs> miss. Huge. You miss. make another amazing point. Yeah. What happened to Jeff's mom? Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Good question. Um, I'm not kidding. That song is probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, a it's a great song. You're. It's yeah. a good call. I, it's catchier than the cover version they do. Of Girls <laughs> just want to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, for me, uh, some things I loved, if you have more, please chime in. Uh, but some things I loved, I am a sucker for a nun on a, pom- on a pommel horse. So, <laughs> I, mean, I mean. Oh, my God. I almost forgot about that. Yes. If you can do that in any movie, I am in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Stay away from him. He's a boy. <laughs> Tweet. <laughs> if she had done that from the pommel horse, that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Just like still kicking her legs out, not missing the moves. Oh, it'd be amazing. Um, I loved how confident Jeff is in his own dancing. In the first scene, he says, he tells Drew, like, I don't need a dance contest to tell me I'm a good dancer. Like, yes. I also love how into his dancing his friends are. As yeah. the scene at the high school where they're like, how's your new dance partner? All, they are invested. Yeah. The kids at the public yeah. school are invested in his dance yes. life. Jeff is all they have. <laughs> he, they live. He's He is the planet that they all orbit around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we talked about Helen Hunt. I loved all of that. I actually love that opening scene. Uh, I do think this movie does a really good job of like actually disseminating a lot of like um, expositional material. Like it actually, I think does a really good job of getting a lot of exposition out very quickly and not, it doesn't sound so trite all the time. Mm-hmm. And I love that later Helen Hunt made fun of her for saying, I love to dance in class. Yes. But that, that was still a moment that you saw in her face that, that's the moment where she becomes her friend and is like, I like this girl because she was that willing to just kind of be that open and honest in front of a group of 
strangers essentially because she mm-hmm. didn't know anybody. Um, but you think you think that was the moment, and not when they both decided to share a single pint of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> like you just met this person, and you're just gonna go mm-hmm. diving into ice cream, double dipping with your new buddy. That I don't know. I felt like that was <laughs> a moment of trust. Yeah, that's, that's the only. That, that's the only. You only do that when you are liking somebody. If you were double dipping with somebody on some ice cream, and you're not sure yet. Like, that's a mistake. Yeah, that's, that's a, a mistake. Uh, you have to know. You can't yeah. be like, here's a spoon for you too, person, I friend, maybe. I don't know. Like, you can't. No. You can't do that. You know. I like that Natalie uh, always has cold, hard cash to pay yes. people off. Yeah. Uh-huh. A yes. lot of cash. A lot of cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine the amount of intercom calls that her dad gets <laughs> to go out to this brand new automated teller machine. I like to think he just has a room that's just cash. <laughs> just feel like Scrooge They're just on style. that, yes. like... Uh, just in there, pulling it out. They're just on that uh, dry cleaner rack that he has in his closet, and they're just... It's just money. <laughs> he just has wads on each of the little... Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, obviously, we talk a lot about the the dance scene. I do love a lot of the dance, the, the dance scenes when they show them in close and then obviously far back. I loved in the final dance on the TV show how much they are in silhouette from most of that final dance in the in the show. Because they're like, we really need to show that they're doing a pretty good dance number, so let's remove our two main actors. Yeah. Um, also forgot to mention this, that live horse that Helen Hunt rides in on yeah, the end of the dance yeah. show. Yes. Like the chariot. Yeah. Love Our it. new yeah. Miss Dance TV. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure where she secured a live horse, but... No oh, problem. man. Resourceful. Bravo. She is so resourceful. Uh, anything else about things we love before we move on? That. Like, did that. she just have the confidence to go into Ricky, the former Miss Dance TV's dressing room, and dress like her and yeah. get there in places? Yeah. And then, oh, I guess this is our new Miss Dance TV. Well, she, in the very beginning, when they're watching it at the house where she's babysitting, she talks about how cool Ricky is. Yes. And wants, she's like, she's got the best job. Mm-hmm. So since she, and, and let's also go back on Helen Hunt. When they're at the audition, besides her terrible partner, you get to see a good amount of her dancing. And it's not, not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, look, we're talking about Sarah Jessica Parker, who like will There's start a There's a lot of move. hair whipping. There's a lot yeah. of hair whipping. But that's in her personality. She's a hair whipper. Hey, there's hair whipping all over this movie. I can't, I can't. I hey, think, hey, whoa, there's hair whipping all over yeah, this I mean, movie. Well, Jeff, they, Jeff, Jeff they, whips his hair around. I'm, I'm, Jeff is wet dogging. He's right. wet, thank you. Okay, sorry. My my apologies. When they, when they have the initial uh, tryouts at the park, I mean, Natalie gets whipped so hard. The fact that she isn't in traction being taken to the hospital is yeah. stunning to me. That's true. But I, I do want to say one thing that I loved about this movie is based just looking at Natalie's dad, I'm I'm hopeful that I can have a kid in the next five or six years. You're what? You're what? Seventy two right now? <laughs> I think I think it's I, I can make this I can always go back to that well. Oh guys, I gotta go. I gotta throw this party for my daughter. Oh, what is it? Her 40th birthday? No, no, she's turning 17. She's having her Debbie Tump. Oh. So uh oh, oh shit, dude. Wow, bro. Whoa. Bro. God knows I gotta make her some eggs. <laughs> 
She's gonna want her eggs and her three hundred dollars, so I've gotta go. <laughs> um, I just thought of something I really love. It's going back to Natalie. I can't believe it. Um, the only person in the finale who feels the need to let the announcer tell the audience at home that she's wearing a one-of-a-kind Oleg Cassini original yes. about her leotard, her yes. custom-made leotard. Yeah. yeah. She should have worn jeans. She might have won. I know. <laughs> you can't relate to people when they wear a custom, but you can when they're in their Levi's. When they're just in their jeans, yeah. just feeling themselves. <sighs> All right. Five, uh, things we hated. Mark? I There's a lot to hate. Um <laughs> Oh, Mark's like, not a fan. I'm devastated. Most, most <laughs> of the dance routines, I felt really sad for the actors having to do those moves multiple times because they're trying. It, it also felt like, um, like uh, just really poorly choreographed stage play uh, from local theater, and you know they're doing a lot of hand and face movement and stuff, mm-hmm. and you're like. Oh boy, <laughs> wet dogging. Boy. No, this is <laughs> wet dogging. Thank you for uh, using the term. It's watch, watch <laughs> pointing. <laughs> yeah, a lot of watch pointing. Uh, you know, it, it, there's. It's just a lot of them. Uh, they're just. It's just not good. It just isn't good. And then uh, Jonathan Silverman's whole character, an unnecessary part of the movie. Mm-hmm. I and and it's just he just is yeah. sucking the life out of every scene that he's in. I feel like they, without him, they only had an hour and they're just like, I guess we need something else. Like it just, I didn't, <laughs> because come back for reshoots. They were like, okay, we're going to add this new character because we cut this movie yeah. and it's 47 <laughs> right. minutes. Right. Oh my we can't God. do a theatrical release. So we yeah. need to just uh, insert this guy into the mix. Uh, Erica, things that you hated? Um, in a rewatch of this, I had already seen it, which will probably shock and amaze our listeners, as mm. I often have not seen the movie that we talk about. Even when we're ready to talk about it, I haven't seen it sometimes. So <laughs> oh. I had you actually, see it through your eye, the yeah. back of your eyelids. Yeah. yeah. So I had seen uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun before, and in a re in my recent rewatch, I was reminded that my least favorite part is that Janie and Jeff fall in love. And that they become a couple. It just, I think it doesn't add anything. Mm-hmm. And it in fact like distracts and takes away from the whole opening when she starts and she's like, I love to dance. I love music. And you think that that's all it's going to be about is like friendship and following your passion and having fun and like making, you know, crazy fun wherever you go. And then it becomes like a love story. I just, I hate that. I hate that it takes that turn. <clears throat> I think it adds nothing. I don't like that they become a couple. That's really, truly my least favorite thing about the entire movie. Yeah. Like if it had been a celebration of the two of them just getting to fulfill their dreams and yeah. a cul- just as a culmination of their friendship, it would have, you know, maybe been a bit more satisfying. Done. Yeah. yeah. It's They don't yeah. need to fall in love. It doesn't. But then we wouldn't have Eye Candy Jeff. Or we maybe would, we just, well, we, we have him. have him. We would still have him in <clears> there. He just but... isn't like, they're yeah. just not dating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jess, things that you hated. Nothing. absolutely nothing i love it good good this was your pick by the way uh, i meant to say so this was like this is the movie you wanted to talk about i love it. and this is do do you have a history like erica with this movie where you where you you obviously had seen it before was it a movie that you enjoyed growing up 
oh, like so much, but I really had not seen it in at least 20 years. And as much as you think you know something, right? You're like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was crying, laughing, revisiting a lot of the things that I did not remember from it. Also reminded of some things I did love of it, like some of the horrible Jonathan Silverman humor. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. When the security mm-hmm. guard is raking him with going through his wallet and finds like a dehydrated condom and business cards. And then he goes, Oh, here's my credentials. And he goes, says here, you're a member of the Archie Jughead fan club. I'm only in it for Veronica's sake. It's so stupid. And I'm here for it. I love how eighties it is. Everything about this movie is quintessential eighties. And it makes me so nostalgic. And it just, it's, it's set in reality, but nothing about it is reality. And I think sure, that's why sure. I'm drawn to it. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, a couple of things that maybe you will disagree with that I hated. Uh, I also, while we're still on Silverman, I'm not feeling the quote unquote romance that he has. Let's talk about romance. Here's a romance I didn't like. Him and Shannon Doherty. Not appropriate. She's no. at least four she, years younger. And at that age, 12. it she's may as well be 12. 20. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. That's not cute. Yeah. That's not so, cute. So you're right. And I retract what I said. I hate that. So go yeah. on. Uh, not Again, into that. It doesn't need to be a love doesn't, story. Doesn't need to be no. there. Yeah. And that's not an end to her story. She had no story. Yeah. Like if she no. showed up in a scene, it was great. Like, you know, you know, give just have her give Jeff a high five. That's a culmination of her mm-hmm. story. She had no story. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need an end. Like, oh, I kissed a boy. Like, you don't. we don't need that. No. We don't need that. Um, also, I just, I didn't love the military dad character. Like, it was a little too much. He's also putting a security system into an apartment building that he does not own. <laughs> He's going to have to tear that out. That's yeah. going to cost money. <laughs> well, it's already halfway torn out because uh, Janie rewires the, at least the window sensor. So, I mean, that's an electrician right there. Yeah. You know, he's that's not going to get not his deposit have. back. <laughs> it is not. That's all money for the school, you know. Yeah. Um, so I just did not I did not like him. They were the most ridiculous, though. Obviously, Natalie and her dad are like the most ridiculous. But like uh, it's the 80s. And that is like what we come to expect. The villain is going to be yep. this outrageous character. But I feel like you, you got to make all the other characters not as outrageous. And he was just a little over the top. Also. Why is your house still filled with moving boxes? Oh, yes. I noticed that last night again. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. How are you a military guy? And you're just like, uh, I'll get, I'll get to, to those. I'll get like, you're Mr. Lights out at 10. You'll get to have a nightlife at uh-huh. 18. Yeah. Boxes are going to live in here for months. Yeah. Yes. We're all settled, but we'll just leave the moving boxes in case we need them again. <laughs> yeah. You never know. We might have to. We might have to head out of here. Move to Madison. You never know. We might be you back know? in Guam next year. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> oh, all right. So let's round this out. Let's go around and talk about our favorite scene. We may have mentioned if we have have that's okay. But Ooh. our favorite scene. Let's start with Mark. What's your favorite scene? Uh, mine is really quick. It's a little, just a little couple seconds of Shannon Doherty 
desperately trying to ride a skateboard into the suit fitting store oh, yes. and she almost completely biffs it not once <laughs> yeah. but twice yeah her shoulder almost she almost takes a digger into the glass of the door of the that's of the, to the side of the door and then almost goes full endo onto the carpet and i and she's standing feet next to each other like straight on the board like she's obviously never seen a skateboard before in her life and they no one had the courtesy of being like hey shannon let me give you a couple pointers really quick nope <laughs> but she did it how that was the best take how many times did she fully biff it before they got a good take out oh, of that man. i don't know i would totally where's wrong. the blooper reel on that one yeah I, I, and they were uh, like we don't have a lot of time these are the jonathan silverman reshoots we don't have as much time. <laughs> we don't have as much time for these yeah. Uh, Erica, what was your favorite scene? Oh man. Um, it's hard to choose. I do. I do have a lot of scenes that I like a lot. It's probably a tie between baby eats a pizza Mm. and, (laughs) um, quality scene, the punch out at slam dunk where Jeff apparently just knocks the lights out of a man, like three times his Uh size and weight. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm torn. That's, that's the problem when you have an all ages club like Slam Dunk. Yeah. You're going to get some guys in there that are like, yeah. yeah, you're way too old for this club in a way, but it is all ages. Yeah, you're here. We can't discriminate. We said all ages. You are here, so you must be ready yep. to dunk. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> You came to the dunk you came for to a dunk. reason. You know, before DTF, also, it was DTD. Down to dunk. <laughs> also, still massive line outside the dunk. Yeah, I know. People are waiting to get yeah. in. Uh, Jess, can you distill your love for this movie into a single scene? I mean, just for um, something different. How about the scene where Natalie's trying to convince her father to buy the competition? And she says, I don't want to win for me. I want to win for you. And they ruined your beautiful silver hair. Mm-hmm. It's so yes. gross and it's so, so Oedipal. I just, ugh, I don't yeah. like it. But because of that, I love it. I think for me, I can't, I can't think of anything other than that, uh, uh, other than that country club scene. That to me is, it's quintessential. Mm-hmm. So I'll say this instead. The first scene with Janie and Jeff, where they are just trading off sick moves. Oh, yeah. That scene where she's like, how about this? And she does a bunch of flips. And then he's like, a bit childish, don't you think? And then he does his moves, which, <laughs> I mean, both of them are awful. Yes. They're she both- does a Mary Lou Retton floor routine, and then he just spins around and slides <laughs> on his knees. I know. And he's like, take that. <laughs> and you could be like, well, that's not much better. But also what started wasn't good either. So right? what yeah. are we doing here? And then he goes into that arm thing where he's like, try this. <laughs> just arms like, up. Alternating can arms. I, can, I just did it. Again, <laughs> this was a movie about old women to start. <laughs> when I saw, when I watched that scene, I mean, let's, if we can all be fair with each other. If we were all serious about dance and we have no music playing and we're like, what should be the first move? Wouldn't each of our moves kind of look fucking ridiculous when we just busted them out with no music. True. <laughs> It'd True. be like, that looks like garbage. What are you doing? <laughs> like, may I, Well, I guess it is kind of out of context because you have no music playing in the background. So well, it's I tried to think, doing... like, what would my move be? And I thought I couldn't come up with anything better. 
I think the Mary Lou Retton routine is good. Go you're dealing with the, it. You're dealing with the four of us who aren't dancers, but just love to dance. And that's the difference. <laughs> they are people that know how to dance. So yeah. that's why I can be critical. Yeah. All right, now it's time for our brand new segment we're going to do where we call final questions. We're just going to round out a little bit of final questions about this movie before we move into some some ending notes. Uh, guys, is Tab really one of the coolest inventions of the 20th century? Yes. Next to Velcro and the Walkman, yes, it is. <laughs> okay. That's one of Lynn's lines. <laughs> yes, it is. When Ricky of Dance TV is giving her mu- music news report... She mentions that Paul McCartney has, quote, bought up publishing rights to all locomotive sound effects tapes. What did he do with those tapes? (laughs) Where are the tapes? Release the McCartney locomotive tapes. (laughs) Oh, my God. And anyone? I'm I'm truly mystified. I, maybe he was hoping to do a follow-up to Say, 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 which was filmed in a Western <laughs> saloon in Los Alamos. Uh, all right. Um, what's up with Janie's mom's hairball that's in the front of her? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Another, it's again, another thing where you have the military dad, but then a mom who can just turn her French twist into a pompadour of sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a bit of and a... just green eye, like eyeshadow over yeah. those eyes, like oh, dark heavy green. Shadow. Like she's she was kind of a rockabilly, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She had wild style. Um, I, I right. was very uncomfortable when they wanted to keep on the dance TV episode. She said it reminds me of when we used to dance, uh-huh. and I was like, yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's yucky. I don't like that. And that registers on his face like a total zero. (laughs) Yep. He's like unmoved. (laughs) He's like, I don't remember. Don't recall. Do not recall. The military beat that out of me. If that was true, it's gone now. Yeah. Um, We talked about the Footloose being an influence on this movie. Would it surprise you to know that Dirty Dancing was released Two years after this movie? Not at all. No. Nope. And I bet they wrote Jerry Orbach's character with military dad in mind. Okay, so our dance TV producer, of course, Ira, who's running the idea. Well, we talked about this. What pills did he take? We've already covered that. Um, (laughs) Uppers. Is. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He was just trying to shed those last 10 pounds, Ryan. He just had 10 (laughs) more pounds to go, and he was going to be prime. So close to my goal weight, man. So close. close. Um, Is is cheese bomb an insult we forgot about from the 1980s? God. This is something Lynn says about Natalie when she's paying off the guy that was her dance partner partner at the audition. She's like, yeah, she's look at that cheese bomb over there. Did we did we did we drop the ball on cheese bomb being a great insult? I think so. We can Uh, bring it back. Yeah. I mean, somebody pick up the cheese bomb ball and run with it. Cheese bomb t-shirt. There are a couple of those too, though, because at one point in time, Natalie's dad says, it's a cold world out there. And I thought, did (laughs) <laughs> Did he, that's a t-shirt I mean, that's a t-shirt it's it's a cold world out there and stop coming soon coming soon message complete <laughs> um when jeff shows up at Janie's school on his motorcycle did he not have school 
Yeah, on a signed day. Was it an admin day? Was yep. he on, on open lunch? Day. How is he leaving school to go visit her at school? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's actually a great point. How was he allowed to leave school for the rehearsal, but Janie had to duck out a choir practice? I don't know. Is he failing? Because he's just going to trade school, so he's just like, fuck it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Or has he already graduated? Is he even in school? Or is oh. he, no, was he going to school? No, he's school? No, Drew says, like, I can't believe you're going to graduate and just go into trade school. I just don't see that happening for you. So this is his well, senior maybe year. Maybe he tested out. There was a scene where he tested out, but we just they cut <laughs> got that. cut. It got cut. They needed to put in more Jonathan Silverman. Oh they were like, we just cut that. Um, speaking of uh, a younger sibling, Janie's little brother, that was that was a real oopsie doodle, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. He was a product of all that dancing. <laughs> Uh, okay, you may not have noticed this, but I know Erica will know what I'm talking about. When it comes to the final performance, did Carol approve the final wardrobe for Jeff and Janie? <laughs> nope. Yes. No? Uh, now, yes. one of the, the, the ending moment of one of those uh, uh, practice montage is them, Jeff sticking his finger in the bubble gum. And they laugh as they pass a sign that says all final road wardrobe decisions must be finalized, must be, cho- must, must be approved, must be by approved Carol. by Carol. Yes. So they, that they pass a sign. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's also, it's also not like a piece of paper. It is a printed on wood. Yes. <laughs> it's a big yeah. sign. Yeah. Carol's not messing around. (laughs) She had that made. Yes. Custom made. All right. Lastly, when Ricky storms out on the job, no one tells Gary Woods about it, leaving him to address the issue live on TV. My question is, do the producers of Dance TV hate Gary Woods? (laughs) Yes. Yes, they do. You do not leave the host of your show to say, now where is that Ricky? All right. Um... Okay, I'm sorry. This is actually my final question. Why is this set in Chicago? It was shot in Los Angeles, obviously, for the most part, as we talked about. Why would they not set it in Los Angeles? There wasn't, as far as I can look up, there wasn't any dance show from the 1980s that was shot in Chicago, which I thought maybe they're inspired by that. I actually looked it up and, okay, here's my answer and my theory. The producer, Chuck Russell, is from Chicago. And in his uh, Wikipedia, they talk about how he loved Second Hmm. City he, uh, I'm not sure if he was actually an improviser, but his Wikipedia says he studied improvisational techniques, which to me means he took improv classes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he moved to Hollywood to produce movies like the 1981 slasher Hell Knight and New World's Body Rock, which we will get to eventually in this mm, podcast. Oof. Before he made his directorial debut in 1987 with Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Oh, mm. that one's a doozer. Wow. That, that is, outside of the original, that is the best. Yeah. The, that is the best yeah. of the sequels. Yeah, yeah, bar yeah, none. yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed. And he would go on immediately after that to direct the Blob remake. Hmm. He then directed The Mask in 1994 with Jim Carrey. What? Yeah. Wow. Wow. And then Scorpion King. Ooh, great ride. 
<laughs> That's so true. Very true. It's a great ride. At great Universal ride. Studios. With uh, a guy named Dwayne Johnson. Who <sighs> I think heard of him. Was, He's a was, was he even using the rock at that time? I think he was trying to show off his serious acting chops and scorpion mm. things. So I think that that's why this is set in Chicago because this is a lot about Chuck Russell's, you know, Chicago roots, and that's yeah. why he wanted to set it there. There's literally the Scorpion King set in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so just quickly, since we're already basically into the research, uh, the director Alan uh, Meter Meter, he would go on to direct Back to School, produced by also Chuck Russell. Um, and also, how is Back to School not a New World movie? I don't know. That is it a huge be. bummer. Like, there is yeah. a totally. movie that you would think this is a New World movie. It's uh-huh. Back to School. Uh-huh. Just feels like it's in that yeah. eighteen again. It's in that sort. Like it's it's again. it's in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sorry, eighteen yes. again. Yeah. As <laughs> as <laughs> I said it wrong. Yeah, I mean, it just feels like that would be a New World movie, but it's not, and that's a bummer. And then, of course, he would move on later to to direct Police Academy, Mission to Moscow, to close out oh. the series. Wow. We need to bring in Alan. He will close this thing down. But he would eventually then get to his magnum opus, Passport to Paris. It's the Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movie where they travel to Paris to spend spring break with their grandfather, who is the ambassador to France. Yeah. Oh, what? what a career. What a career. Um. The movie is written by Amy Spies or Spies. Uh, she would go on to write for Beverly Hills 90210 with Shannon Doherty uh, and Melrose Place. But there's uncredited rewrite work that was done by Janice Hirsch. Uh, she's listed on the film credits as a production consultant, but she was a writer on Square Pegs, which is the show oh, yes. that Sarah with- Jessica Parker, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, which uh, Sarah Jessica Parker basically launched her career that sitcom and only lasted a season. Um, but she was doing work on it. And that's what intrigued Sarah Jessica Parker to be, to want to read the script and be in it. Cause they were pursuing her for the role. And she was into it because she had worked with hmm. Janice Hirsch. That also led to her wanting to work with Helen Hunt because she really wanted to work with her in that. And that's how Helen Hunt got this. So a lot of this comes from square pegs, which by the way, I own the whole season of on DVD. And I watched a couple episodes that Janice Hirsch had mm-hmm. co-written and tried to see if I could pick up a few things. There weren't, wasn't much, but I will say it is, a, I would say a pretty decent thing to watch. Have you, if you've just watched a girl's want to just want to have fun, which by the way is on prime. Uh, and you can watch it that way. And Hulu. And, and Hulu. You can watch square pegs if you can. Uh, I think it's only on this DVD, which I got from Mill Creek entertainment, but I got it for like five bucks on eBay. So still a good show and not not bad. Still pretty funny as long as you get over the laugh track. I forgot there was a laugh track. Mm. One of the many things that, that Sarah Jessica Parker and Helen Hunt complained about in the movie was their hair. Helen Hunt had to bleach her hair blonde and they dyed Sarah Jessica Parker's hair like a lighter brown and then straightened it. And except for, of course, the finale where she really lets those curls go. But up until then, it's all straight, right? Mm-hmm. So they talk about the movie being hair hell. Funny that they had spent so much time straightening Sarah Jessica Parker's hair, but they did nothing with those eyebrows. Thank you. I mean, yeah, there's that scene. Remember that scene? It's actually yeah. a very funny scene where like she, her dad's in the kitchen and he's like, yeah, we're going to get you to fly out to see your grandmother. She's got some Eugene Levy action yes. going on in that scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. They are just like Peter Gallagher. Yeah. Yeah. They are just yeah. reaching for the skies. 
I'm like, what? Where? They were like so worried about her hair. They didn't even look at her eyebrows. This was also the movie Shannon Doherty did right before Heather's, which is another one of our episodes. Mm. Lee Montgomery, our man, Jeff. Uh, he was a child actor. That's how he got into the business. He did a couple other movies. Did he? he? Did this. He did a movie called Mutant uh, before he basically dropped out of acting altogether, dropped out of the, the spotlight. He started doing some music. He did a soundtrack in the early aughts or mid aughts. And as of, but as of 2019, according to Wikipedia, he is a real estate agent in Solvang. So, Ooh, what? Hmm. Hmm. just give him a yeah. quick. Quick goog here. Yeah. So. Erica, you like Abel Skeevers? <laughs> you know I do. <laughs> Let's cut those sleeves off and talk about some property. Mark's favorite actor, Terry McGovern, who plays the pill-popping Ira. <laughs> he is mostly a voiceover actor. Uh, but I can see why there was you have such a unique bond because he started out in radio. He actually uh, moved to San Francisco and he worked at KSFO in the early 90s. No, sorry, earlier than that, in the 60s, pardon me. And then that is what led him eventually years later to to try and start an acting career. And he was in THX 1138, George Lucas's first movie. And G- George Lucas tells a story that while they were driving together, he just made some j- reference and some joke about running over a Wookiee and... Lucas was like, what's a Wookiee? And he was like, I don't know. I just made it up. So that is how the word Wookiee was invented. Hold on. Let my phone stop. Uh-oh. Erica's found a picture found of him. Lee Montgomery. There he is now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave it to your Google search to, to do the same. But also, Terry McGovern on top of that was also the voice of Launchpad McQuack. Oh. <gasps> for a long time of DuckTales. From DuckTales. DuckTales for oh. uh, fame. So now about the song, just to close out research, New World bought the rights to the Cyndi Lauper song, obviously, that is the title of this movie. But Cyndi Lauper refused to be a part of it. Hmm. Now, New World got the rights from the songwriter because Cyndi Lauper didn't write the song. Uh. Songwriter Robert Hazard, and she would not let her version be used for the film. Now, I don't know exactly why, but my guess would be that... It, and I tried like hell to figure out like what, why did she not want this to be used? But this is 1985. There's not a lot of, I needed a head to head to the Los Angeles library and get on the microfiche, but I didn't, <laughs> but, but time but and COVID, but COVID did not allow close. me to do those kinds of things. <laughs> but um, uh, I would imagine it's a compensation because they bought the song and the ticket buy the song and the title from the songwriter. And then they wouldn't have to also pay Cindy Lauper. So they didn't have to pay those Lauper rates. So that's what I'm assuming. Dirty. And so the, instead they got a cover song because they're like, well, we just have somebody else do the song. Gross. Um, I would assume this also meant that's why we didn't see Captain Lou Albano in this movie, because they were not allowed to cast him. Because if you cast Cindy Lauper, you have to also cast Lou Albano. Mm-hmm. That's just a guess. <laughs> it's a twofer. It's a twofer. You got to do it. It's, it's contractually right. obligated. He, he's in her writer. So you bring me, you bring Captain Lou. Uh, so that is the answer as to why oh. this is all going on. <laughs> that is it, though. That is it from us. From girls just want to have fun and boys. I think it's a I th- <laughs> and boys and boys and boys. Please don't leave out the boys. Boys also want to have fun. It's really important that this song, which is about female empowerment, 
is inclusive of men. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Um, So uh, I think this is actually still, I think this is actually a pretty good movie. This is, I mean, especially for this podcast, Mm -hmm. the movies we've watched. This is kind of a breath of fresh air. It is. Uh, um, So thank you, Jessica. Thank you for being here. Thank you, guys. Thank you for suggesting this movie. Tell us really briefly before we close out about the Rants and Rays podcast, where people can find it and how they can listen to it. Awesome. Uh, Yeah, we are on pretty much all. I, I feel weird saying all major platforms, but Nowadays, there's many ways to listen to podcasts. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Podbean, Stitcher. Um, I'm sure there's many more uh, that I'm not even aware of. But the <laughs> but, Apple, which used to, I feel Apple like a podcasts, grandma. Yeah. Apple Podcasts, right? <laughs> I used to say iTunes, really dating myself again. But, um, yeah, we just actually took a little hiatus for the first time. We're about to come up on our two-year anniversary. We took a month off, um, which was great, just a much-needed break. And we will be back this coming Tuesday, uh, which, well, this coming Tuesday. We don't know when this will be. We're out on Tuesdays. New you will episodes be back. Drop By the time Tuesdays. this episode yes. drops, you will be, yes, back on yes. Tuesdays. Rants and Rays podcast. Look it up. Thank you so much. We can't wait to have you back. Yes. Thank you, thank Jessica, you. for being here. Thank you, guys. Um, Pleasure. Thank you. Oh, you can also find us, obviously. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you have found us. But please rate <laughs> and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help us out. Find us on Twitter, uh, even that dusty old Facebook. Look us up on Instagram. We're on the gram. We're dropping pictures on the gram. And uh, look us up. Reach out to us. You can write us at info at New World Podcast if you have questions, comments, you want to talk about anything. We will uh, read those questions. We will answer you, not, not only online if you reach out to us, but we will answer those in our bonus episodes, which go in between our regular episodes where we cover all the movies released by New World Pictures. Thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you next time on the New World Podcast. Females like a good time. Oh, females like a good time. <laughs> and also males. Ma- <laughs> We will produce this record if you add males in as well. Yes. Yeah. Then we will produce it. I'm saying this for my intercom. I'm making eggs in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs>